Okay, hello everybody. This is Lacey Fraser here with Whole Soul School and Foundations January Transformation Talk episode. I am super excited to be here this month, uh, the first month of 2020, with Eric Arnabold. And Eric and I met, actually maybe I'll let him <clears throat> tell you how we met. But before I get into all that and, and Eric and I get going, I just want to remind our listeners that this year, Whole Soul School and Foundation is uh, following the 12 Insights And so each month we will be featuring one of James Redfield's 12 insights, and we will use that as our theme for the month and center most of our conversations around around that theme. So Marie and I did do a fireside chat on the first insight, which is about spiritual awakening and synchronicity, and we had a very lively chat uh, around that topic, and it's a very exciting time to be alive and to be on the planet. And so hopefully today, I think Eric and I will talk a little bit about synchronicity and spiritual awakening as well. Uh, but first, why don't I go ahead and, and, and uh, let you introduce yourself, Eric. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Glad to be here. Um, so tell, tell me and, and our listeners a little bit about, about you and, and how you and I came to meet. Well, um, we met in federal prison. I always enjoy saying that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I I met you when you started your classes, and uh, I was in my probably last year before I got out, um, the tail end of a four and a half year sentence. So um, I was looking to you know absorb as much information as I could before I was ejected into the real world. So um, I guess. Uh, and when you when you say absorb as much information as you could, do you mean um, about like self awareness and your own personal growth? Because you don't usually hear that from people yeah, behind bars per I, se. I, absolutely. Um, the things that you were teaching was something that I had. I was familiar with the concepts um, from another time in my life, from years back, and I was at a point in my life where I was looking to grow and. Uh, it came at a perfect time for me um, when I saw what you were teaching and offering. It was, it was serendipitous, you know, mm. and it was, um, it was exactly what I needed. Um, I had I had actually lost my memory uh, four years earlier when uh, when I sobered up and was thrown in federal prison, and uh, so it was four years of growth starting from, you know building block number one so do you do you mean you literally for had lost your memory yes yes i was using so much drugs before i got arrested for so long that when i did get arrested they took everything um off the menu for me and i i had lost so much i mean i I barely knew who i was um i knew that i was in big trouble and uh but yeah, it was it was it was the kind of memory loss that you would come back easily if you were, you know, in a normal environment around your life, your old stuff and your friends and your, you know, stuff that would remind you of who you were and what kind of life you lived and what kind of music you liked and what kind of clothes you wore. But I was not 
around any of that stuff. I was in a white cell with people I didn't know, and uh, I didn't I didn't know who I didn't know what kind of music I listened to. I didn't know um, I had to have my mom print out a, a thing of my Facebook friends so I could remember their names. Wow. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so do, I do you I, have memory of? I mean, do you know? Do you have memory of the? The circumstances surrounding your offense, your your crime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you remember being arrested and all of that. Absolutely, I, I remember. It's not like a big blackout. It's kind of like a recall. It's like, um, you know, it's it's like I knew who I was. I didn't. I don't know. It's very hard. Yeah, you. Could I just have, needed a reminder. Yeah. I needed to mm. be in my old environment and just be reminded of everything. Um, but I, I I spent you know thirteen months going to court in a, in a cell and there was no rem- there was no reminder. So when I actually got in front of the, uh, the federal judge, he, he told me to put my hand on the Bible and state my, um, my name and my age. I got my age wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of bad. Uh, and so, you know, like I said, I had my mom sending me pictures of, uh, the artworks I had created in the past. And I had friends sending me lists of the music I liked and um how long had had, so I'm I'm just assuming and tell me if I'm wrong but I'm assuming that your memory was kind of going before you ever went to prison I mean if you had been using drugs for a long period of time and it sounds like you're you're talking about really frying a lot of the brain cells right and um yeah um and so it took coming to prison to really get cleaned up is that fair to say absolutely absolutely and it took a long time it wasn't just sober up and then I was ready to go it was five months of laying in that cell trying to recoup my my myself before I could get up and decide that I needed to get back on my feet Mm -hmm. you know that was five months of just I was detoxing from heroin from um benzodiazepines, Xanax, Klonopin, um, Adderall. I, I was going to the doctors and, and getting prescriptions to all of this stuff on top of all the illegal drug use that I was. So it was, it was a cornucopia of narcotics for mm-hmm. me for well over a decade. And, um, you know, my memory, there's no telling when my memory started going, but I think it was just, you know, uh, neuropaths that I had not fired or I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is that made my memory disappear. Um, but it didn't go away for good. It, I just needed to be reminded of everything. Um, but it took four and a half years of prison before I got back to my home and was around my, my stuff where stuff started clicking for me. You know, I was like, Oh, you know, just mm. aha moments. Mm. So those four and a half years were very blank and empty. And uh, I was very uh, insecure, you know. Um, so it was rough, but I was definitely... Uh, but it also feels like that at the same time, prison in a way saved your life. Absolutely, it did. It did. Um, I was very close to the end, probably. Um, yeah. And so when you found when you and I met, that was at, you were at the very tail end of your sentence. Yes, yes. Um, so I was sentenced to five and a half years, 
and I ended up serving four and a half. And so the beginning of your class, I got out right around the same time that you um, retired. So um, I don't yeah. know. Remember when your class started? It was just a couple months before that. Yeah, it was, prob- it was a year probably class. like January of of uh, seventeen, I think. Okay, yeah. So it's a year class. So yeah, it was uh, the last year of my sentence, and uh, you know, it it means a lot to me now because. I was I wanted those four and a half years to be filled with learning and um, growing. I mean, those that's time that you you have to reflect on yourself. And I knew that, or I hoped that I wouldn't have time to do it when I got out because I'd be so busy living life. Mm. And so I really wanted to learn skills. I wanted to grow. I wanted to reflect. Um, and it's not a well, on top of remembering as well, but uh, it's not the best environment to do that. I mean, it is a, it's a good opportunity, but the environment isn't... Well, not everybody goes into it with that attitude. I don't right. know if you can say that when you first came to prison that you wanted to take that time to learn and reflect yeah. and grow. Is that what right. you're saying? Yes, you, yes. You, a- you knew that as you were going in at some level. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was at a point in my life before I got arrested where I wanted I needed I wanted something else, but I was mm. so I had been desperately trying to stop the drug use right before. So I was ready to let's just say grow up. I was I wanted to, but it physically was not possible with all the addictions I had. Yeah, so, you needed a universal intervention like absolutely, that. Absolutely, I did. I mean, that really speaks to that, like because yeah. you know. We talk about how our soul and our spirit, you know, it knows better, right? We have a higher self that knows better, yeah. and, and it was probably calling out. I mean, you, you had a conscious awareness, awareness that you were calling out yeah. for change, for help, yeah. for a fork in the road where you could make a different choice. Yes, absolutely. But your human self wasn't strong enough. No, no. And I don't think it... It, it took a cell to... I needed to be locked in a cell and dried out and hung out to dry until it was gone because it no stint in rehab probably would have helped me. I mean, I needed serious drying out and it took a long time. And so, yeah, when the so when the opportunity arrived to to, to do all this, I, uh, you know, I knew that I wanted to. I knew what it was. It was an opportunity. Um, but it did. It took a long time to really come to terms with that. I had a lot of health issues to get over, and uh, um, you know, there's a lot of hurdles along the way. And, uh, but it sounds like when you when you did find your way to the class, and and you know, if we talk about synchronicity and we talk about how things line up to 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 have the opportunity to take this particular program, right, which is kind of based in spirituality and based in self-awareness and based in self-growth and to do that 12 months from your release. Right. It was perfect timing. It was perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was crucial to me. It's what I, it's, you know, it's what I needed. While I was locked up, I had, I, I did take the time to get um, certified as a personal trainer. And so I, I started doing push-ups in my cell, right? you know, about five months after I first got locked up. 
and I just wanted to, I had to get back, physically back in shape. And then, um, so I did that, and I, I, there was lots of reading and learning. Um, and then towards the end, I, I need, it was time for me to grow spiritually, and you gave me that stepping stone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so it was per- everything worked out perfectly for me, um, you know, there was perfect amount of time. And so it, it touches me to realize, to look back and reflect how it all really worked out for me, you know. And how it all fell into place at the right time. Yeah. Well, and I think it, it's important to mention that during that final year, you had some pretty serious back back problems. Right, right. Um, and you weren't able to even come to the group as often as everybody else did. Right. Um, but you would read the books, yep. right? Yep. And you would see the films. And you often came in to meditate in in the area, in the psychology area, yep. right? Yeah, that was that was definitely interesting. Laying on the floor and meditating with people <laughs> people stepping over me every now and then, but we take what we can. Well, and you had some pretty amazing experiences doing that. I did, I did. You know, I I had never really experienced meditation the way I experienced it on the floor in the, your office there. You know, I thought I had always understood meditation, but it wasn't until I had a guided meditation that you provided me with a CD to listen to that really brought me down to a different brainwave, what meditation is all about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was able to, I was actually able to reprogram some things in my life while I was in that brainwave, which is another thing I learned from some of the books you, yeah. you gave to me. And um, those are still things that are, uh, more things that have been happening positively in my life since then. Uh, things that I wanted to change about my life, you know, I made the intention in those meditations. And there's still things that I was looking for are coming true. And, mm. uh, Can you talk a little bit about maybe one or two of those things that you remember visioning and meditating on while you were in in that state? Yeah. that have come true? Oh, yeah. Um, a big one was I did a lot of reflecting um, about my, well, my father died when I was one. So that was something uh, that has been, you know, overshadowed my life, my entire life. And uh, I had a stepfather who's been around almost, you know, he, he, he's been in the picture since I was five. But Growing up, I never, I never, uh, it was something I, I always fought with him and, uh, you know, it was just, it was hard for me to accept these relationships. Um, it was hard for me. I didn't want to understand them. You know, when you're a kid growing up, you, you get angry and you, it is what it is. You believe your emotions, you believe your thoughts. That's the, you know, and I, uh, so one of the things I, I meditated on was that I would fix these relationships, to fix this relationship with my stepfather, you know, and, uh, you know, it, that has definitely happened. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's, it means a lot to me, you know. Um, but uh, it's... Take your time. It's a, you know, that's a big, uh, that's a big, I can feel the energy behind what you're talking about, you know, yeah. and, and 
to picture you laying on that floor listening to those CDs in pain with your back and and really going into your life and starting to reprogram those those thought patterns and uh, especially around that relationship and it's it's amazing uh, that you now have a yeah have a good relationship with him absolutely it's the the visualizations that that I um, had then is exactly what happened when I got out mm. you know and um I hadn't really thought about that too much but it it's to- it's totally come true and you know relationships are what they are and you know they reflect the effort you put in them so it's um but you're even talking about, if you don't mind me saying, it feels like you're even talking about a real, a deeper rehearsal in your mind yeah. of the relationship. And and you, you rehearsed in your mind while you were incarcerated what you wanted that relationship with yeah. your stepfather to be. Yeah. And so when you got out, what you're saying is that when you got out, you have been able to play that that out yes and restore yes a relationship with him yes i wanted to accept him into the into the family i wanted him to be a part of my life um i was always so pissed off part of my language about my own my original father's death and i rejected him and I, I didn't want to understand him and i wanted to understand him now you know we're we're getting older and Mm-hmm. Um, in my visualizations, I visualized us, you know, just embracing each other and and me inviting him into my life. And, uh, and it brought tears to my eyes then, and it brings tears to my eyes now, you know. Yeah. It, uh, wow. I guess it's just been an issue in my life for 40 years, you know, yeah. so... Um, that's just one of the things that has, has changed, you know. It's uh, it's beautiful, and I yeah. really appreciate you sharing. Yeah. Um, because I think I think we all have the power to to reprogram these things uh, if we know how, and 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 it helps us energetically and emotionally and cognitively when we can. You know, Joe Dispenza is one of the people who talks about. This and if we can, amazing book. Yeah, he he's a he's incredible, um, but he talks about when you are in that brave your that brainwave state, and you vision something that you either want or desire or want to shift or whatever right. while you're in that state. Uh, it it really you can reprogram it yeah, so yeah. it is so right, and that's and, kind of what you're and saying. It, yes, and it absolutely. Um, yeah, and it may sound simple, um, and I guess it is kind of simple, you know, but it's also very complex. Yes. You know? Um, absolutely is, because we're human beings, and, yeah. you know, our mind wants to interject and make everything complex. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing, when I think about uh, what you've shared with me about your life and about since you've gotten out, uh, and we talk about synchronicity, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about... Um, your 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 job that you found and the place that you're living in and just sort of how these life, you know, it it feels to me that so many things have have come into your life 
and provided more and more opportunity for you to, I don't know, would you say start over or just live a different way, having been reminded of who you really are as a spiritual being having a human experience? I don't want to put words in No, your no, absolutely. That's that's it for sure. Um, I, uh, yeah, I've I've had amazing opportunities. I mean, everything has come together for me since I've been out. Well, I I was still injured. I injured myself, as you mentioned earlier, when I was in prison, and uh, I couldn't sit down. Uh, I I pinched a nerve in my back, and so the last several months I spent in my bed. When I got out, well, when I got out, I thought I was going home, but they actually stuck me in a halfway house for four months, which they weren't, which they told me they weren't going to do. And that, uh, that aggravated, I couldn't work because of this nerve. And, uh, I also couldn't lay down because of the nerve. So I would get up in this halfway house and I would stand next to the bed all day until it was time to go to bed. And then I would lay down for the night and then I would do it again the next day. Mm. So I spent four months just next to this bunk standing, standing. It was horrible, but it aggravated the situation. My nerve got so much worse. Um, So then when I was ready to get out and hit the ground running, I just... You weren't running anywhere. Yeah, I wasn't going anywhere. And, um, but you know, it was a beautiful opportunity for me to get closer to my family, which is what I wanted to begin with. Um, you know, so. Isn't it interesting just how the universe works? It is. It and is. I just want to point out again to our listeners, like when I hear your story and I hear, I hear the, the drug addict pleading for a different life, but not knowing how to right. find that path. And, and, and here comes prison, which to most might seem like a, a death sentence and, and it saves your life, yeah. you know, and then you get out and you have this pinched nerve that, that requires you to lay flat on your back, you know, 23 of 24 hours a day, uh, after you've been praying to get closer to your family. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you gotta be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, and that's the beauty of synchronicity and watching the signs and just accepting what life gives you as part of your plan. You know, I, it's never what you expect it to be, right? But it may be what you need, and it may be what you want, even. But it's not gonna. It doesn't always come to you wrapped in a nice little gift. Yes, with amen a bow on to top. that. <laughs> so, amen to yeah. that. Oh. I mean, in retrospect, it's beautiful at the yeah. time. And I'm still going through this nerve issue. At the time, I wanted to go out and get a job and get back to life. And, you know, but I I had to stay home. I couldn't couldn't wear pants at this point. Um, And uh, I was... Wow. I was, you know, my parents, they, they looked out for me. They, they gave me a place to sleep. They let me recuperate there. And, um... You know, it was a beautiful. We worked on our relationships that needed working on for forty years, and uh, so it it was beautiful. And uh, you know, it's, I was under their care for under their roof for I guess a year or so, and then I finally figured out and I healed a little bit to where I could wear pants again, and uh, 
I started looking for work, and I was given an amazing opportunity. Um, I got a, a, a great job um, at an HVAC company, and um, let's see, what else? I was given a, a, an opportunity to get my own place. Well, yeah, and and I'm we're actually sitting in this place now, which is amazing, and it has a a downstairs, which is you, you've turned into an art studio, yeah, yeah, which is just incredible. So you yeah. you have not only do you have a job, but you have a yeah. really awesome space yeah. to create. And that was another thing I had visualized when I was in prison was I just want a nice place, a, a decent place with a, another space to create art and maybe work on like a wood shop or just somewhere I could use my hands. And, you know, it's just, here it is. Here I got it is. It. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have, I've been blessed. Well, and we people say like, I couldn't have dreamt anything better. And the point yeah. is, is that you did yeah, dream it. I did dream it. You dreamt it into existence. Yes. And it, and it's been a hard, it's been a hard road. It really has, but I have maintained that it's just part of my path and there are things to learn, learn along the way. And I have trusted that. And thank God I've trusted. I don't know how many times I've wanted to just beat my head against the wall or, you know, just or give up, give up and just say, gosh, it's so hard. Uh, and it was, but you know, uh, persistence and trust is, can really be a beautiful thing. And if you know, to do that, you know, it, it, it's possible. It is possible to. Anything is possible. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, things have really, really worked out well for me. I'm still dealing with this nerve issue. But, you know, all the things in that I have, you know, this part of me keeps wanna, keeps asking, why? Why do I have this nerve issue? Why me? There's so many other things I want to do with my life. And I think about the things that are happening because of this nerve, the positive things. I mean, mm-hmm. it's easy to think of the negative things because those are first and foremost, in it, you know, when you're upset about something. But, you know, I think about what, where has this nerve steered me in my life? And, uh, you know, it's all the stuff that I've needed. I've needed mm-hmm. to be able to focus. I've needed time to chill, um, direct myself in a certain direction. You know, if I was, you know, the old Eric wanted to do 150 miles an hour in this direction and that direction. And, you know, this nerve is a pain in the butt, literally. <laughs> but it has has been... It has. It sounds like it's anchored you. It has that's in a way that's yeah. required you to be anchored to to really go within. Yeah. Yep. Keep me on my path. Yeah. Yeah. So thank God somebody's doing that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's talk for a minute just about your art. Um, you know, I've I've had the blessing of, of seeing a lot of your work, and it's just pretty phenomenal. And I did not know this part of you uh, yeah. on the inside. You know, you were not, to, as far as I knew, you were not painting. No. Um, and so 
when I came to visit to see all this amazing artwork on the wall and I'm thinking, wow, you got some artist friends or something and, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and it, it's you. I and, appreciate that. Yeah. Really amazing stuff. And so I'm curious as to the role art has, has played in your life, um, and where you, where you would like to see it go. Um, art has always been a hobby, something that was kind of, uh, it, it has kind of been in the background because it art is like a puzzle to me. Um, it's an outlet for sure, but it's also a puzzle um, in my head, like trying to figure out how to cre- create scenarios with this pigments, you know. Um, it's very technical. Uh, it's difficult. So it has uh, provided me with... Uh, a thought process that keeps my mind busy. Um, so when you when you say that, I just want to follow up on that because I we were talking about this earlier. In a way, it it keeps you focused on different aspects of the world that other people might not pay attention to. Right. Is that absolutely? Do you think that's a way to say it? Yeah, that is because you were sort of talking about how you look at everything so differently. Right, just the way the light would hit something. The shadows, the depth, you know, uh, how many different colors of blue are there in the sky? Simple yeah. things. They, because I'm trying to figure that out, it brings, it enriches my life. It, it, it it's, brings the simple things to the surface, you know, it, it, it's just been something to think about. For and me. you've never, you've never taken a class. You're not, no. it's not like you're a studied student no, if that's no, a word <laughs> no and um that's been part of the challenge for me is because it's constantly trying to figure figure this out and um but yeah i um i've been figuring it out over the years it's been about 20 years since i picked up my first paintbrush and uh, uh i was i was more of an expressive painter without giving anything any thought when i first started painting and then you know, when I when I got locked up, I've started giving all areas in my life a deeper thought and trying to figure out exactly how everything works. So naturally, painting was one of those things. So now I'm just being less expressive with my art and working more on the technical parts and becoming a better artist so mm-hmm. that down the road I can combine the two, the expressions and the skill mm-hmm. to maybe create um, something I'd like to be successful at, you know. Yeah. And um, so that's another another area of my life that has just come together because um, I was contacted recently by a group in Texas that wants to represent me and um, they want to license my art and take me places with it and see uh wow yeah and so i actually just received the contract for that about three days ago so that's just another thing that has been working out for me um so it's another excitement you know it's it's been i've been blessed but you know all of these blessings uh, they're it's a lot of work too it's you know i've got a lot of work to, to still do to make sure that these don't go to waste. What do you mean by that? Do you, I mean, do you mean well? What that what doesn't go to waste? Well, you know, like 
like the art, you know, I'm, you know, I may have people that are interested in buying it, but I'm nowhere near where I want to be with it. You know, I've got a lot of, a lot of growth to do. Yeah. As far, you know, and not just being an artist, but growth as a human. Yeah. And growth as... So you want to, you want to, it sounds like, continue to expand. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> In every way. Right. And, and, and that's where, you know, the synchronicity, uh, they're all just, uh, signs on the side of the road, you know, that you just pay attention to to make sure that you're on the right track. Yeah. And or on on the wrong track. Right. But, you know, sometimes the wrong track can take you to the right places, just a roundabout way. Well, I would say, you know, we talked a lot in group about about how your outer environment is a reflection of your inner environment. And because of the vibration and energy and how all that works. And if that's the case, Eric I think you're you're in a pretty pretty good space inside of yourself when you look at what you've been able to manifest and walk into in your life and what you've created since you've left prison but not only that what you the growth and the the opportunity that you took advantage of in prison yeah. you know despite being nearly brain dead if you don't mind me saying that from the yeah. drugs because yeah. it sounds like you walked into prison pretty pretty gone in a yeah, lot of ways I was but I there was. was something there was something bigger inside of you that was pull, pulling you forward absolutely and there was a desire inside of you to shift and to change and so yeah. you if I may be so bold to kind of summarize a little bit of this but it, it feels like you sort of walked in not knowing but open at some higher level because yeah. your human yeah. self was pretty gone yeah absolutely it you know my whole life i've I've had a spiritual element to it, but I've ignored it for many years i mean mm. it's always it's always been there um and I think it was ready to come out I think it was yeah. ready it was time for me to i had i had destroyed my physical self, so there was nothing left but my <laughs> yeah. but my spirit and my, my yeah. soul and uh so i I let it take over um wow, well, you know you opened this up i just I'm very touched. You opened this up by saying, basically, I just needed to be reminded of who I am. And you literally needed to be reminded of who you were because of your memory. But really what you're saying is you needed to be, you needed to be, your human self needed to be reminded that you're a spiritual being having a human experience. Absolutely. And that that, your spirit was allowed to really sort of take over at some point and say we gotta let's move through this. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep. Yeah. Let's keep going. Absolutely. Let's grow. Let's yeah. learn. Yeah. Because you know what's amazing is I don't hear in you anger and resentment and a sense of being a victim and no. all of these things, right? No, there's no time for that anymore. I yeah. I did plenty of that in the years past, you know, and it it doesn't it brings you nothing except heartache and pain. You know, it's we have a choice. You know, we can. Yeah we can take what we're given and turn it into gold or we can cry about it and it will definitely be crap. <laughs> you know? Yes. Uh, well said. All that's yeah. well said. So it's, it's been a ride. Yeah. But well, life is a ride, yeah. you know, but it, it certainly feels like you're on the other side of something and 
how amazing to be at a, at a point in your life and, and at, at still pretty young, even though you feel like you've probably lived 120 I, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've got a lot of years ahead of you. Yeah. And you've got your artwork and a job and a beautiful place to live and a great town and yeah. um, a wonderful family. Great relationships. Great relationships. Yeah, that's another thing I've, I've really enjoyed is just cultivating relationships you know, um, from a healthy perspective, right? And and enjoying other people, like you know, I was always so self centered when I was, every, you know, everything was about me, and I love not it being about me. I love mm. enjoying what other people have to offer. It makes really what life it makes life rich. You know, yeah. So, um. And it's it really it has not been easy, but it's it's all been worth it, you know, it has. So um, mm. I think I think just about every aspect, I you know I think I've has really uh, it's it's come together for me, and I'm I'm grateful, you know. And that's something else I do is I try to think of everything I'm, I'm you know. My gratitude. It's mm-hmm. very important. Um, very important. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that a lot. That's... So that's something I like to focus on when life is really getting me down. I just have to step aside and think about everything I'm gra- uh, I'm grateful for, and it seems to realign things. Yeah. So. Well, I have no doubt, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you uh, in my prayers with respect to this pinched nerve in your back. And I'm going to ask everybody to have, you know, to set the intention that this, this heals itself or you find your way to the right healers. Uh, and, you know, as we know about energy that when it's time, it will heal. Right. And so whatever lessons you are continuing to learn from it, you will learn from it until you don't need it anymore. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and I think that's just what what we have to intend. Yeah. I guess I'm um the ner- the hurt nerve is something else to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, you've said it. You know that it it's it's anchored it's anchored your growth in some in yeah. a, in an interesting way. Absolutely. So. Well, Eric, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today, and I hope we can do it again. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Really. And I, I, I feel so blessed that our paths uh, crossed and that you 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 actually live right around the corner practically, yeah, so yeah. hopefully we'll see more of each other. And, Absolutely. Um, just thank you for sharing your, your story and your journey And uh, thank you, everybody, who is listening to Whole Soul School and Foundation in 2020, and especially Transformation Talks. And please, you can find us at www.wholesoulschoolandfoundation.org. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and wherever you can find a podcast, we should be there. Please consider a a donation to Whole Soul School and Foundation. We are a 501c3 nonprofit and welcome any kind of donation that helps us kind of keep the lights on and and affords us the time to interview people and and share a lot of this really fantastic personal journey stories that enrich 
and and liberate the soul and educate and and do all the wonderful things that we are trying to do at Whole Soul. So thank you, Eric. Thank you to all thank our you. listeners. I appreciate and it. Yes, and uh, I know we'll do it again Absolutely. sometime. And blessings to you in 2020. Likewise. Okay. Likewise.